This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening? Welcome to a Tuesday tune-up. You're giving me a funny look. Is that because of the way I started this? (laughs) You just woke me up. Boom. Boom. Uh, I'm J.M. Ryerson alongside Lisa. We are here for a Tuesday tune-up. We are going to be talking about a very, very... I think it's interesting. It's a simple idea, but for me, this probably changed things more than most. And that is literally creating an abundance mindset. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Again, kind of give me, you're giving me some weird goofy looks today. Not goofy, some strange looks today. No, inquisitive. Inquisitive. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Well, I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to say a word. This is for you for the next uh, 13 and 14 and a half minutes. Uh, no, the abundance mindset. When I just say that, what what's what's your definition or what comes to mind when when I say that? A lot of, right? Like abundance is knowing that the universe is out there to take care of you. There's enough to go around for everybody and the opposite of scarcity. Right. Scarcity mindset, which we talk about, you know, frequently as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of hardwires that we're going to be talking about today because plain and simple, I, most of us, we didn't choose to have a scarcity or choose to have an abundant mindset. I realize everything in life is a choice. Trust me. I coach on this. However, there are adopted or hardwires put into us at a very, very early age. And a lot of these, I know because I know you, you as well as I do, and you know me as well, these were some hardwires that we both had that that were given to us by our folks and something that we kind of had to overcome. And I know with, like sometimes with your mom, you have to have very open conversations about not having a scarcity mindset. So I don't know, just some thoughts as we dig in, because there's really four ways we'll talk about to develop an abundance mindset. Mm-hmm. But I think just accepting the fact that, hey, some of these are habits. These are these have been passed down generationally. And so when we say create an abundance mindset, we're not saying this is going to be easy. And you might have a lot of people that might not necessarily agree with you. And so I guess I'll start with that. The first one is literally surrounding yourself with others that have an abundance mindset. That was probably the biggest aha for me was to recognize A, I wasn't always having that mindset, but these people did. And wow, look at what they're creating. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, when you talk, when that first tip that you've given, that really brings up kind of when I had started WOW, right? Woman of Wealth was a company that I'd started with Krista and Holly, my former business partners. And for the first time, um, I met females, other females, that were willing to lift other women up, right? Because there's enough to go around. So in the financial industry, very predominantly male, um, you know, very competitive. And I grew up in, you know, all girls high school and there were great girls, right? I think people lifted each other for the most part, but there was definitely a competitiveness and there was only a number one spot on the tennis team. There's only a number, you know, a class valedictorian, everybody's gunning for homecoming princess, you know, things like that. So it was very, 
I felt in high school is kind of like, okay, you have to be competitive and you have to fight for what you want. Um, but as I've gotten older, it's, you know, you're, you're getting older and you realize, wait a minute, there's enough to go around for everybody. And it is important for us to reach back and pull up other people along with us, you know, cause it's, yeah, we can all win together. No, it's true. It, it's interesting because I, I, as you're talking, I'm, I'm remembering and it's, I guess it would be envy or jealousy when you see somebody that is doing something so incredible and you're like, but I'm not. And so I think early in life would, especially, you know, maybe our teens where you were competing on a sport or it, you just, it didn't make sense to, to bring them into your circle, rather keep them at arm's length. Cause I, I have to compete with that person. Totally. And so you actually hit on, so the first one is surrounding yourself with those people. But the, the other one you said is there's plenty to go around this. There's so much opportunity. And here's what's so crazy. If you, if you say it out loud this way, if you say, Hey, I'm going to go hang out with somebody that has negative self-limiting beliefs. And, and if you talk it out loud, or I'm going to go hang out with somebody that's very positive, believes you can accomplish anything, who would you choose? Well, yeah, obviously the person that's positive and fun to be around. <laughs> but that's not what we do. I know. Now, whether you call them anchors or you call them like uh, whatever reason you give that I'm going to hang out with these people because we have established this relationship. This is the one where you have to look in the mirror. And and I remember doing this very clearly. You You were part, you were there, you saw me do it. And I looked in the mirror and and said, I'm not real proud of what I'm looking back at in terms of who I was surrounding myself with. Mm-hmm. Now, eliminating some of those people from from the the influence that they had, right? That doesn't mean they can't still be in your life. Right. It just means the five closest human beings you're surrounding yourself with had to reestablish some expectations with that. It was not easy. What I'm telling you right now is not an easy thing to do, but it's so fulfilling. And it's so rewarding. Did you ever go through that yourself? Because I know you've always been pretty blessed with pretty, you know, people that are successful. And But mm-hmm. have you had to go through that experience? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what happens, too, is that people grow, right? People either grow. You're either growing or you're dying. And some of the friends that I had in my 20s and late 20s were awesome the time. And then you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm going this way. And this person is either stagnant or just going a different way. It's not good, bad, or indifferent. It's just different, right? Different paths. And, and that was really hard, I think, during that time. Cause I'm like, wait, what? Like, but they've been in my life for so long. Like it's hard to let them go. And I always had this like loyalty thing, right? It was kind of this like, but we've known forever or they were in my wedding. Right. And I look at my wedding party now or our wedding party now And it's amazing that I'm like, I think out of the seven gals that I had in my bridal party, I think I'm still close to four and two of them are family members. Right. So it's, you know, it happens. That's just life. And as in the same thing happened was when I started looking in the mirror and going, Hey, am I really enjoying my time with this human? right? Or am I not? Is that person really making, you know, every time I go to dinner with them, I just feel drained by the time I am in the car driving home. That's not the feeling that you want to have, right? And so for example, 
We have our great friend Nisha. You know, we moved to Florida. We have our great friend Nisha Backus. She's in Lauderdale and she's 45 minutes away. And I'll tell you something. We could literally hang out 24-7 if we wanted to, right? If we didn't have jobs where we'd hang out, we'd go traveling all the time. She is one of the most positive humans. Things could, you know, like recently she's been renovating her house. Like anything that could have gone wrong with the renovation has gone wrong. And she smiles all the time. She's like, ah, it's not a big deal. It is not a big deal. Like these are first world problems. And it's so refreshing to hang out with her, right? And we will drive. Like she'll drive 45 minutes, sometimes an hour to come hang out with me at my house or I'd go do the same to hang out with her at her house because it is so refreshing and we just love the energy together. Yeah, it's a great example of somebody that's driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I th- maybe that's just aligning your values, right? right. I was having this conversation um, we were hiking and when you're hiking seven miles, you have a lot of time to talk. But one of the things that I think you and I are very fortunate either that we did grow together because we got married at what? 27. Mm-hmm. There's some real formidable changes that come from 27 to 40. And I'm not suggesting, Hey, look, I'm going to change some more just so you can get prepared for the next 15 years. I'm not going to be the same human being. Thank goodness. I'm kidding. Whoa, that, that, that was a judgment that is not part of having an abundance mindset. That is, I'm grateful. I was being grateful. You're being grateful because you're like, can you hurry up and change? This isn't as what I signed up for. Don't grow. No, but one of the things that you and I do sit and talk about a lot, because again, I realize marriages, sometimes people stay together, sometimes they don't. And I know the divorce rates is very high, but we have chosen to stay together and adapt and change, evolve together. But the one reason that we are able to is because we are both very, very driven. And so we, but I don't think we knew that. Maybe we did. I don't know. I wasn't that smart. I, I but so I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by you with being driven. It allows for these changes to take place because even though, you know, the thousand diet I've been on that (laughs) you have to deal with, but it's always trying to get better. Mm -hmm. And I think you finally have accepted the fact that that's just who JM is always (laughs) trying to find a way to get better. Yeah. And that's awesome. Right. That's really, really awesome. I want to, this is documented. (laughs) Did everyone just hear this? It's really, really awesome. So when I come home with the next idea and I'm like, Hey, we're going to try this because if you could see her roll her eyes because she's gone through this so many darn times, but it's all in search of getting better. So just remember that. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot about the next idea with creating an abundance mindset, but it's a simple one and it's just having an attitude of gratitude. I don't want to be repetitive in, in what we're, what we do, but I mean, for me, it's a huge part every single day saying I am grateful for Ba. I'm grateful for this. I don't know what Ba is, but I'm grateful. Uh, I'm like, is that a new friend that you found? Like, who's Ba? I don't know who Ba is, but I'm. But it is something that I verbalize and write down and put it out there. So I, again, you know, our family tradition is to say three things uh, at the dinner table. Are you personally still doing it on your own? Yeah, yeah, actually, all day. You know, and it's, I think I'm even more apt to do it when things are not great, right? If I'm having a tough day, I just have to flip it on a switch. And I was talking to somebody the other day, um, 
I'm actually helping a friend of mine because she does kind of have the negative mindset, right? And it's probably in her upbringing and programming, whatnot. And um, I basically just said, you know, let's flip it on its head. Let's just see what it sounds like opposite, right? So like, for example, flat tire on a Range Rover. Okay, let's flip that. You know what? I am so grateful that I can drive and that I have a really, really nice car, right? And once I said that to her, she's like, oh my gosh, you're so right. So I go, so I go, why don't we practice just flipping everything 180 degrees? And by practicing that, eventually I'm hoping, you know, my, my goal is that she'll, she'll just constantly do it, right? Makes it a habit of going, okay, let's put it in perspective. But that's what I've made a habit out of myself. And not saying it's always perfect, because trust me, I can go down a negative train and spiral down quickly sometimes, <laughs> but I have, I'm quicker to catch it these days. Ah, it's an incredible idea to just do that because the truth is you're, you're given perspective, right? right? It's like, okay, that this is very first world problems. Like, right. look, we have healthy kids. I'm healthy. You're healthy. Like when you really break down any problem we really quote unquote have, it's so trivial. Right. I mean, look at the world we're living in right now with COVID and the suicides. I mean, it's insanity, right? Our world is insane right now, but more, that's why it's so important to keep that perspective during these tough times. Yeah. And I always say to the kids, right, there's plenty of negativity to go around this world. So if you're looking for it, it's there, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of things you can really be happy about, be proud of, be grateful for. So I totally got sidetracked for a moment. So the four ways to really uh, develop an abundance mindset, if you want to write these down, surround yourself with people that have an abundance mindset, not an easy exercise, but very, very rewarding. Have an attitude of gratitude every single day. I love your tip. Literally, whatever negative, flip it on its head. And I'm going to hold you to that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Number three is there's plenty to go around. There's share you know, share with these other amazing human beings out there. And lastly, look for opportunities, which we talked about on the previous podcast, but it, you know, as I was thinking about luck and abundance, I mean, it's the same idea. See the opportunities because they're out there. How can people share with us how they created their own abundance mindset or what that looks like for them? Yes, please go ahead and visit us on any of the social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facedin, Facedin. <laughs> I'm going to start a new social media platform. It's called Facedin, uh, <laughs> Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter, and at Let's Go In 365. It's pretty good. Facedin. Facedin. That's interesting. I think I'm onto something. <laughs> Just kidding. (laughs) I know how marketable that one is, but all right, we'll go for it. You know, what I would ask you guys, Champions Daily Playbook, it's on Amazon. I really want everybody to get their hands on it because I think it can really change your life. So I'm proud of the work that that we did on that book. Um, I know my name was put on there, but, you know, these are things that we've created over time. So it's available on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks. I think you get a ton of gain from it. But uh, until next time, we'll talk to you next week, I guess. Transcendent Life. We'll have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. 
Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. Ryerson.